These are today's headlines and top stories from the Sacramento Bee. Good morning. It's Thursday, May 11th. Here are your top stories from the Sacramento Bee. First, the weather. Today will be sunny, with a high near 79. Tonight will be mostly clear, with a low around 53. In state news. Sacramento resident John Burgess was one of many who traveled to Oakland on Saturday to be in attendance during the historic California Reparations Task Force vote that approved recommendations for restitution, including a formal apology to black residents for the state's role in upholding racial oppression through legislation. He called this a win for California. Burgess' ancestor, Rufus Burgess, was born into enslavement and migrated to California with his enslaver during the Gold Rush era. Rufus Burgess worked for his freedom and became a successful entrepreneur. He owned land in Coloma, which was later acquired by the state of California. It is now a part of Marshall Gold Discovery State Historic Park in El Dorado County. Burgess told the Sacramento Bee that he thinks atonement is necessary for what California did to him and his family. I'm hopeful because we are the first state to move forward with formal voting to move something so that legislators can pick it up and create some real change that will hopefully be impactful and change the conditions of a lot of descendants," said Burgess. One of the approved recommendations was to accept the first part of the task force's report that detailed historical atrocities and harms which black Californians faced as a result of enslavement, racial terror, political disenfranchisement, unjust property takings, among other examples that have affected the livelihoods of black residents. For such harms caused, it was voted for black residents of an eligible class to receive reparations, which includes monetary compensation. The eligible class defined by the task force are black Californians who can trace their lineage to enslaved Africans or freed black persons prior to the end of the 19th century. The final report and its recommendations are scheduled to be submitted to the state legislature on July 1st. Chris Lodgson, an organizer with the Coalition for a Just and Equitable California, called the vote historic. The task force voted to recommend the state pay lineage-based reparations in the form of direct payments to descendants of enslaved or free blacks living in the United States before 1900. I am so thankful, said Lodgson. There is not yet an official dollar amount for reparations in the form of cash payments, however the state's task force has consulted a team of economists to develop a methodology for analyzing and calculating harms and losses. According to the task force's report, economists have estimated that California could owe over a million dollars per black resident. In local news. After decades of stalled plans and incremental steps, construction crews have begun working on a major new phase of the Township 9 housing development wedged between Richards Boulevard and the American River. By the middle of next year, the first of 372 garden-style apartments will open. The site's developer and owner, 29th Street Capital, plans to submit an application with the city next month for a Hyatt Caption Hotel that will serve as the neighborhood's entertainment and dining center. When Township 9 is finished, it will have roughly 2,400 residential units, nearly 1 million square feet of office space and retail centers. The neighborhood sits in the River District, across Richards Boulevard from a sprawling complex of state office towers that, when completed next year, will have space for more than 5,000 workers. Two significant apartment buildings are under construction along 7th Street in the rail yards, and the $300 million Mirasol Village, likely the region's largest affordable housing community, is rising four blocks away. 
Township 9's struggles have been symbolic of Sacramento's broader challenge to redevelop much of its urban core. Canneries and other packing companies operated on the site for more than 60 years until the last cannery closed in 1993. A developer purchased the land in 2000 and submitted plans with the city a few years later to turn it into a neighborhood of parks, townhomes, and mid-rise apartment buildings. A light rail station opened near the development's entrance in 2012 and an affordable housing apartment building was finished in 2015. A recession and a sluggish housing market contributed to the rest of the project being delayed and 29th Street Capital bought the property out of receivership in 2018. Rachel Bardis, Senior Vice President of Development for 29th Street Capital, said the neighborhood is another step in expanding the region's urban core. Residents will have a short commute into downtown, while also having direct access to the American River, a rarity in Sacramento. Even after the years of delays, Bardis said she can't imagine another site being more successful. The new neighborhood will appeal to young professionals and empty nesters, Bardis said, adding she would like to add more affordable housing to the plans. We would love to see a wide range to where it fits any walk of life, she said. That's all for today. For more top stories and to subscribe, visit sacbeat.com. Thank you for listening. Take care. This has been today's headlines and top stories from the Sacramento Bee.